Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. 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 And the Half Drunk Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Chapter 8 of Harry Potter and the Half-Drunk Podcast. Hey, guys. Today, we're going to be doing a definite ranking of the men of Harry Potter. Based, again, on their badassness. Yes. Not character development. Just how badass is this character? Exactly. And then we're going to walk through... um, Poll results, uh, talk about our quiz from last week. Oh my gosh, that quiz. And Oh god, it was so rigged. We're gonna um, also go through a couple fan theories that uh, we think could fit into this episode. Yeah, so shall we start with the poll results and the quiz discussion? And then move into Shag, sure. Mary Kill? Yeah, sounds good. So the poll results um, were as we suspected. <laughs> Unanimously, no, Snape is not still alive, which obviously. Yeah, I mean, maybe we should have picked a better question because I feel like we had such a strong argument for why he's not alive that anyone who believed that he is was just not listening clearly to the last episode. Well, maybe we wanted to quiz them and see if they were listening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they said yes, that he could possibly still be alive, or obviously, I would want to know any backing that they had, you know? Yeah. Like, what else could you say? I mean, maybe if they just loved him that much, they could. just couldn't admit to themselves. <laughs> They're like, oh, finally, a theory that can actually have him be alive, you know? I don't know. I get it. Right. Well, then we'll just come up with a theory that Sirius is still alive, if, that, if it's just about a character that we love, but... Yeah, that was that wasn't really shocking to me. Yeah, and then we posted our weekly quiz, and this was, you know, what's your opposite Harry Potter character? <laughs> and like ninety percent of people got Draco, so I'm pretty sure it's rigged. Yeah, I was so surprised. Like, I I saw like you were the first person to post, and you got Draco. And I was like, man, if Emily got Draco, what does that mean for me? <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? No, I mean, like, we are, like, we're not total opposites, but, like, we're not completely the same either. Yeah. So I wasn't expecting myself to get Draco. It was definitely a shock to me when you did get Draco, for sure. I was like, really? Like, we're both the same? I know. Because we definitely answered those questions differently. I'm sure we did. And so, honestly, I kind of just want to go through it again and see what the questions were. Honestly, to, like, same. To, let's see, like, okay. Pause. Because <laughs> I want to know what you said, and I want to know what I said, and then see if we get the same answer from that. I mean, a couple people, like, one person got Hagrid. Someone else got Ron. <laughs> and someone got Dumbledore, I want to say. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, really? That's... I would not uh, like that if that was my answer. The majority of people got Draco, though. So this is why we're revisiting. Okay, so this was, which Harry Potter character is your complete opposite? So the first question is, how much did you or do you enjoy school? So I found this, like, they did not give you 
very good answers for there this. weren't enough options no it's yeah. like i never really fit in i was pretty popular i hated school i did fine but when i got out of there i never looked back classes were mid the people were great i was top of my class so like which one did you say I said that I was at top of my class because none of the others, like, fit me at all. I said classes were meh, but people were great. Okay. Okay, it's Saturday night. Where are you? I said probably watching Netflix by myself. (laughs) 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 Because, like, I'm in a long-distance relationship, and then, like, most of my friends don't live here anymore. So (laughs) it's just... Yeah, and so I said out partying. (laughs) So that's this is where me and Sam are opposite. polar opposite. <laughs> I'm a homebody. Comfortable? Where are you most comfortable? I said. I'm pretty sure hanging with my family. I said the library. Okay. Which spell best represents your personality? I said Protego. I protect my friends. So did I. Which that's probably the question right there. Honestly, that <laughs> makes you Draco or opposite of Draco. Yeah. Which magical object do you want the most? I said the Firebolt or even Nimbus 2000. I said the Elder Wand. Um, pick an animal that best fits your personality. I said sloth. I said dog. Quidditch, yes or no? I said hell yes. I said I'd watch it but never play it. And we both get And then Draco. we both get Draco. And that just doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, so thanks for humoring us and listening to that, but we really needed to test this because... <laughs> I feel like there's 20 different ways that you can get Draco, and it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's like there's probably five possible answers, like five possible people that you could get. And out of how many questions are there, like seven questions or so, and how many possible answers of all of those, like I feel like they just want Draco to be the most answered person. Yeah, for sure. Which is like... Come on, BuzzFeed. Well, and they like step it up a called him bit. a dick, which I mean he was, but he came around like I don't know. It just seems a little far fetched. All right, should we move into the Shag Mary Kill? Um. Well, I think first we forgot to talk about what we were drinking this week. Oh yeah. Um. And this week is an interesting week for us. So the next couple of weeks are going to be interesting because I'm doing the whole thirty right now. Um, so I gave up alcohol for 30 days and so I won't be drinking, but I'm like really hungry. So I'll be sassy. What are you drinking? You'll be like, you're food deprived. So you'll just be like, it's kind of like being tipsy. Yeah. (laughs) Since we are talking about the badass men of Harry Potter, I decided to drink one of my favorite beers, which is a Guinness. Ooh. Um, also, my dog's name, his ears perked up when I said that. Um, he's like, yes, mom, what do you want? He's like, mm-hmm, yep, that's me. So that is what I am sipping tonight. So you're just partaking for me, so. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's not more exciting for that's you. That's okay. Today but. at lunch, everyone was eating chips and queso, and I. <laughs> mm. it was really difficult. That's just not fair. No, it's not. That's like, that's both of our favorite foods. It's so good, and I had to just watch everyone eat it. It was fine. I mean, usually day-to-day, it's, like, pretty easy, but today was pretty difficult. Not going to lie. 
Just eye on the prize. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly for me. How many me. days in are you? I It's my sixth day. Yeah. Six? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, six days. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <I'm> like, <laughs> you lose <laughs> out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's mostly for me just like, can I do it? It's like a mental strength kind of thing. Yeah, just like proving to yourself that you have the like yeah willpower slash um what's it called? I don't know. You're asking the wrong gal. <laughs> the drive. Uh, discipline. The discipline. There you yeah, go. exactly. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'll probably never do it again. But well, let's I don't distract know, you with a game of shag Mary kill. Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> So who should this week's be? How about we do Shag, Mary Kill, Hagrid, Cedric, and Kingsley. Shag oh my. What a mix. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I was going to say Draco, but we, we did him last week. So I figured we'd yeah. take a break right. from him. Um, as much as I hate this, I'm going to kill Hagrid because that's frightening. Um, I would shag Cedric and marry Kingsley. Okay, okay, okay. What about you? Um, I would shag Kingsley, Mm -hmm. I think. Marry Cedric and kill Hadric. Sorry, Hadric. 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 (laughs) Hadric. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Shit. All right. Yeah, yeah. I think that that stands. <laughs> Just trying to picture Hagrid in that type of scenario. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's just nasty. I just, I don't know. He's like not, it's not how I picture him. All right. Um, <laughs> so should we move into our rankings? <laughs> Speaking of Hagrid... Yeah, um, should we do, like, 10 to 1 again? Yeah, I think so. All right, so this was actually inspired, so we, I just want to preface this. This was inspired by our women episode, which was chapter 5, because we had someone in our suggestion, so we should do badass babes, which I would assume would be women, and we already did that. So that's chapter 5. Yes, queen. That was when Heather was here with us. I mean, they could have been talking about babes, like, without... No, yeah, for sure. So that's why we're doing the men this episode. And if you Mm -hmm. were talking about something else, just DM us and let us know. But I also said it would be fun to just do a, like, ranking of just based on hotness. hotness. Both genders. So if you want us to do that, let us know. Yes. Yeah, I'm game. Yeah. Yep, yep. So that's that's babes, in my opinion. (laughs) Just hotness. Such a babe. (laughs) All right. Um, yeah. All right. So number 10 was Hagrid um, because he's just a big teddy bear. We didn't really see him as being badass. Yet, you know, he's still a giant living in a regular world. So, I, I mean, I can still – I think we could argue that he is badass because he deals with all these magical Definitely. All the time. I mean, he has like – Like he goes into the Forbidden Forest like every day. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to do that. He has a three-headed dog. 
mm-hmm. fluffy. And he had Norbert. Yeah. And Buckbeak is like his best friend. And yeah. he's like on good terms with a huge ass fucking spider <laughs> that would kill anybody else. I can't he's handle that. He's on good terms spider. with the centaurs. Like, <laughs> I think that's pretty badass to have the respect of all these like other magical creatures, you know? Yeah, for sure. All right, and then we also had three alternates. I'll just name them here because it just makes the most sense. Um, so Kingsley, Draco, and Cedric. So Kingsley, this could be the one that could be argued, but we don't really know a lot about him. You just don't get to see – like, you know he's badass, but you don't really get to see it more than just a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it, like, speaks for himself, like, that he was the person who, after the Battle of Hogwarts, was like, all right, yeah, Kingsley, you're the new Minister of Magic because, like, you're the top dog, you know? I mean, I know a lot of people died, but I I don't know. I just, I've always had mad respect for him. And he's always been, like, right – behind Dumbledore through and through. So I think that you kind of have to be a badass to be Dumbledore's kind of right-hand man a lot of the times. All right. And then we said Draco because, you know, I don't find him incredibly badass. I mean, he, I feel bad for him, but he's not badass. And then Cedric, I mean, he was, he competed in the Triwizard Tournament. That's badass. So an honorable mention. Um, but again, we just don't know a lot about him, so. Right. If we had seen more, if he was in more than just the fourth book, then maybe he would have been higher or made the list. Mm-hmm. But as far as Draco goes, like, like you said, I feel bad for him a lot of the times. I think the only time that he was like a little badass was like, as much as I hate how obsessed Harry was with Draco in the sixth <laughs> book and movie, I think that like he was dealing with a lot, like having this new like death eater responsibility and having to figure out how to make Voldemort's plan come to fruition. And I don't think he ever really wanted this. I think he wanted people to think he did, but deep down, I think he was scared. I think he just wanted to please his dad. I think that's just the whole reason why he did all of this. It just came down to his dad. But also like at the end of the seventh book, when they're in Malfoy Manor, he like acts like he doesn't know them. He doesn't know Harry, you know? He's like, I can't be sure. I don't know. That's his one badass moment. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's like his redeeming moment a little bit. Um, So, yeah. All right. That stands. So, moving on to number nine Mm -hmm. um, is poor little Longbottom. Neville Longbottom. Well, he had his redeeming badass. I mean, I feel like Neville is badass. In his own right, in his own way. But really, his big shining moment was killing Nagini, so. Right. Well, that, and then I think just, like, from what we what we know, that what happened at Hogwarts in the seventh book, like, Neville was standing up for people, like, yeah, he, all the time. Like, and basically took over Dumbledore's army. Exactly, yeah. He was trying to protect as many people as he could. And fighting back against, like, the Karos and everybody. So I think that's pretty... I think he kind of comes into it in the fifth book movie where he's starting to learn more about, like, defensive spells and just, like, becoming more badass, sort of. And then he's really put to the test in the seventh book. And All right. Yeah. Um, Number eight broke my heart, but, like... (laughs) 
he's not really that badass, I guess, compared to the others on our list, would be Ronald Weasley. He is Harry's right-hand man, so I think that does make him badass mm-hmm. because he, you know, follows Harry on all his adventures. But I, he is usually the one to bow out. So, <laughs> I mean, he comes back like he did in the last book, but, you know. Yeah, but I think he's he's just got a lot of pressure on his shoulders. One from, like, his family, which I wish that this list could be never-ending because I would definitely make room for the Weasleys. Yes. Mm-hmm. More of the Weasley men on here. Um, but I think, like, having to follow in so many footsteps mm-hmm. is a lot of pressure. And then also, like, being the best friend of Harry Potter, he probably has always felt like, not even second best to the people surrounding him. Yeah, definitely. So, never the smartest, he, never the funniest, you know. Never the best at anything, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the best at Quidditch, not the best at classes. He's just a good friend and he's, he's loyal. on here because he does try. <laughs> so, yeah. And it was also his idea to go to the Chamber of Secrets to get some basilisk fangs and mm-hmm. destroy Horcruxes. And he hunted yeah. Horcruxes with them. I mean, he just did. Mm-hmm. He's badass in his own right. All right, next. Well, we can't have a badass list and not mention Mad-Eye Moody. But here's the thing. Here's the thing with Mad-Eye. The m- most that we see of him is when Barty Crouch Jr. is Mad-Eye. So, yes, I was just <laughs> about like, to say that. Like, he got overtaken by Barty Crouch Jr. and... Then we, like, see Mad-Eye throughout, like, the fifth book and then again in the seventh when he is saving Harry. But, or, like, from his... But we don't really, like, he doesn't really talk that much besides, like, okay, gotta go. Like, let's get this show on the road. So do we really like Mad-Eye or do we like Barty Crouch Jr.? I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't know if Barty Crouch Jr. was just, like, a really good Mad-Eye impersonator. Yeah, because no one else knew. You kind of have to be. Yeah, Yeah, he really studied it. suspected it. But, but he, like, um, super studied his character. Like He had to. And I this this might be, like, a hot take, but I think Barney Crouch Jr. was a really good defense against the dark arts teacher. He was a pretty badass person, too. You know. Yeah. I mean, even to not get caught in killing his dad, he transfigured him into a bone and buried it. Like, what? Who thinks yeah. of that? That's and he's the whole crazy. reason that Voldemort came back. Yeah, he really is. So honestly, so, Mad Eye slash is Barty Crouch, Crouch, Crouch Jr. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> yeah, but I think from what we heard about Mad Eye before, we knew that Barty Crouch. Yeah, Jr. and then after was, too. Uh, him, but yeah, I think just the fact that he's like an auror, he has a fucking glass eye. Like a that magic speaks for itself. Eye. Obviously, you don't yeah. you don't mess with him. All right. Um, so number six is Sirius. He is one of the only people to not, or arguably the only person, to not go insane in Azkaban and to escape from Azkaban. Right. To kill Peter Pettigrew and yeah. redeem himself with Harry. So. Yeah. I mean, well, who are the other people who escape with Bellatrix? It's like Dolohov, I think. Maybe somebody yeah. else. 
Like, I don't think they're in- insane like Bellatrix is. Okay, unless I just think that, that Bellatrix that is, insane. is kind of insane, and I think that's, like, part of her charm. Yeah, me too. But I think she was insane before she went in. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I don't think that made her insane. I think she was no. just, like, whatever. But I think definitely if you're shut in that kind of prison, just studying the building itself, you would go insane. You're in the middle of nowhere, like just stranded and then also like you're being guarded by dementors so i feel like you definitely would go insane yeah yeah but yeah so just the fact that he could escape from azkaban i think is pretty badass and Mm then um to live with like a guilty sentence knowing that he is innocent and not being able like when he is out of Azkaban not being able to really go back to his life at all like he's still in hiding he still has to yeah, like, and he pretty much be like, in prison after you know they saved him from the dementors in that book they he's still like you said he was on the run the whole time but still found it found time to like find fireplaces and talk to Harry through them so like, yeah try to mentor yeah, him he a still bit. helped him through everything so I think he's very badass same all right, next. We're moving right along. Yes. <laughs> Number five is Remus Lupin. Yes. Because, I mean, how many people can just live with being a werewolf? Mm-hmm. He's not only living with being a werewolf. He's fucking thriving with being a werewolf. Like, he's teaching children, and he only forgot his wolfsbane potion once because he was trying to catch Sirius Black. Yeah. Like pretty badass not to mention also he literally lived through his two friends dying and his other friend going to azkaban for being accused of killing them so i think he's pretty badass yeah yeah and i mean obviously he's a really good defense against the dark arts teacher which means that he is a really good wizard if not the best in my opinion that they had yeah i think he's i think he's number one defense against dark arts Mm -hmm. and then barty crouch slash mad i was second but yeah yeah i think he but I think he he didn't give himself enough credit for how well he was doing with being aware. But I feel like that's kind of why I think he's badass because he wasn't like tooting his own horn, right? Like you he's know? like I could be better. He's like I really could be better, and you know what? Like I am kind of dangerous, and like never gave himself credit for overcoming his obstacles and still being like awesome. So yeah, he's a humble badass. <laughs> Yeah, not to mention that he was the one to teach Harry how to cast a Patronus charm, something that yeah, exactly. is very pivotal mm-hmm. for the rest of the series. Is like Harry is such a badass at casting a Patronus charm. Everybody learns it from and Harry. And I think after he that. like gave Harry a sense of confidence that he probably wouldn't have had. Like I feel like before that Harry kind of like yeah, he had defeated Voldemort what twice now. Well, Voldemort then Tom Riddle. But um, then like, you know, he still was kind of not confident, but he gave him the confidence to first of all, compete in the Triwizard Tournament and then lead Dumbledore's army in Order of the Phoenix. Right. And plus he was like the first person that Harry had met besides like his aunt and uncle, mm-hmm. but we can't really count them for someone who knew his parents like, yeah. intimately and was really good and like good friends with them and like really close with them. So I feel like that gave him like a sense of security with Lupin to really open himself up to, like, learning magic more. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, he was really, like, his second godfather in a way. Like, a surrogate godfather. 
All right. Um, number four is our main man, Snape. I feel like we kind of went in a lot of detail last week about why he's badass. Mm-hmm. So don't really feel the need to <laughs> elaborate too much. I mean, if if someone didn't listen last week, quick recap. All right. Well, he was a double agent. He saved Harry. He was very selfless. He was pretty much tormented his entire and life. And overcame that. Whether it was by other people or himself. And he was the half-blood prince. He edited yeah. A textbook. <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty badass. As a kid, he like was like, no, this is actually the best way to make this. You need to crush it instead. <laughs> <laughs> instead of cutting it. Come on. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's self-explanatory. He yeah. went through so much, and in the end, he was still like doing the right thing. He died mm-hmm. for the cause, and he knew that he was going to. So, all right, number three. Oh, is none other. Why did you make that sound? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, obviously, I guess the top three could be interchangeable, really, because everyone knows who's coming anyway. Yeah. Well, but we'll just... we had to sort them. It's Voldemort. Wait, how does it? Get... <laughs> no, that's Dumbledore. How does it go in the? <laughs> Voldemort, Voldemort, Ooh, Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Voldy is uh, so Voldemort number is number three. three. Um, he split his soul seven times. He was known <laughs> as the Dark Lord. He had a whole following. He, I mean, he, must he was not evil, but he was badass. He struck fear in the hearts of every witch and wizard Everyone. just by saying his goddamn name. Like, I mean, yes, he was defeated by, like, a 17-year-old, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he still managed to come to power twice, and don't get me wrong, he was evil, and what he did was not good, but he, because I feel like I have to put that disclaimer out there, because I feel like there's someone who would be like, really, you're You'll like Voldemort! Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> but... He's badass. You can't argue with no, that. No, I mean, obviously. Just like, like why Bellatrix was so high. Yeah. He's he is solidly in the top three most badass people or men in Harry Potter. If not, yeah. like, top two. But we had to put number two as Number two is Harry, Harry Potter. <laughs> the namesake of why we are here. <laughs> um... Harry went through a lot, man. He lost everything. He grew up in an abusive childhood. He overcame that. Learned he was a wizard. Always sassed everyone because he <laughs> realized a lot of stuff was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and not to mention he was just he really good. He defeated Voldemort, and, he was, and like, he was just yeah. He was, he was a, a natural. natural. <laughs> we are so weird today. <laughs> we really are the same. <laughs> what did you? What do you know? Thank you, Buzzfeed quiz. <laughs> that enlightening revelation but yeah um, i think yeah. i think um he he was a natural obviously and he didn't even know it mm-hmm. and like being so good at quidditch which i guess you could just say is athleticism but i think it takes a little bit more skill than that to yeah but still i mean he was in the triwizard tournament alone i feel like we can look at that right right He's like so he didn't ask for that them. He didn't ask for it. So much younger than them. Didn't know half the spells that they knew. A lot. They all came from magical homes. He mm-hmm. didn't. Like, 
he had no idea what he was doing. He had doing. no freaking clue. And if you want to argue, yes, that he had a leg up because, you know, Barty Crouch was helping him cheat. But he still managed to survive and beat a dragon and save Ron and Floor's sister. Yeah. And most of what he did was, like, just offhand. Like, he didn't really have a plan going into anything. Yeah. And you can call that luck, but I call that being badass. Yeah. He's for sure a badass. But I think people may be upset that he's not number one. But there's, like, he wouldn't be where he was if he Mm -hmm. didn't have this person, which is obviously none other than Albus Dumbledore's number one most badass. His mentor. Yeah. You know? He led him through everything. He constantly was watching over him. And when it came down to the Horcruxes, again, you wouldn't know this if you've only seen the sixth movie, but in the sixth book, he takes him and he shows him what would probably be a Horcrux. He walks him through Voldemort's memories, which I'm still so confused. I have to reread that book of how he even got them. Every time I'm like, oh, that's how he got that one. But then there will be another one that I'm like, how did he get this? Yeah. And that's just like, because he's so badass. He just makes people Mm -hmm. do what he wants them to do. But he's what I think makes him even more badass is that he could have been Minister of Magic so many times. And he was Mm -hmm. just like, no, I'm going to stay here and teach these kids. Well, and he could have, at one point, he had all three of the um, Deathly Hollows. Yeah. Like when he was holding on to the invisibility cloak for... Well, um, for Harry from was James. that at the same time? Because he didn't get the stone until after uh, he... I guess not. But he could have just asked Harry for the cloak and yeah. Harry would have given it to him. <laughs> like, he could have easily obtained all of them, which was his childhood dream. Well, um, I, mean, I think just the fact that he had... He wanted the Elder Wand since he was, yeah. like, an adolescent. And he, had it. and he fucking got it and he kept it. And no one was the wiser. Like, no one knew that he had it. Yeah. Even though, like, honestly, you should have assumed. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think you can maybe argue that that's why he was so badass, was because he had the Elder Wand, but... No, I think he was just extremely intelligent and just a really, really, really good wizard. Yeah. Elder Wand or not. I mean, the Elder Wand obviously made him more powerful, but, like... Side note, I hope that in Fantastic Beasts 2 we see him get the Elder Wand. Okay, so... Might. I have a confession to make to our listeners. <laughs> oh, I just what? I'm just, I just so disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Fantastic Beasts this past week. It was so good. I don't know why I was sleeping on it. I think you were just like scared that you, yeah, I that you I was scared like I wasn't it gonna or, like it, but I or mean, like it wouldn't live up. But it I, was so. I feel good. like that shouldn't matter. Like if there's a Harry Potter movie coming out, I don't care. Who did it? I don't care what it's about. I'm going to fucking be there at the premiere. So Also, like, you're not around to go with. So. Well, that's true. But, yeah, it is really, really good movie. I mean, it won an Oscar. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the next one. But we will do a recap episode where we discuss it now that I've seen it. I wish we could do some sort of like live stream of us watching it together. That would be cute. Uh, alas. But yeah. So I hope that we see I hope we see that battle between Dumbledore and Grindelwald and oh, Fantastic yes. Beast. I think that would be the so lovers cool. quarrel. Yes. 
Because they were definitely a couple. I'm of sorry. Of course. There's not, like, that's the whole reason why there's the theory that he's gay. Yeah. Well. Or not yeah. even a theory at this point. It's confirmed. Yeah. But, yeah. yes. So, Dumbledore is our most badass man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you said you had a couple theories that you wanted to run by me. I'd love do. to hear them. <laughs> Let me pull these up. So, this first one I think is a little far-fetched and a little silly. But <laughs> I really am so curious as to how people come up with this. So, the first one is <laughs> Ron Weasley is actually a time-traveling Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> so... It says one of the most far-fetched Potter theories is that Wait, legendary what? wizard. Hold on, just let me read it. Legendary <laughs> wizard Albus Dumbledore is none other than freckle-faced <laughs> Ron Weasley, grown up and gone back into time. Oh, so it's like it's like he's Ron is helping Harry, his best friend. Yeah, uh-huh. the whole time. So the by, idea by being was Dumbledore. <laughs> The idea was inspired by the wizard's chess scene in Harry Potter and the Philosopher or Sorcerer's Stone, in which Ron plays both as the knight and the king. The symbolic roles that Ron and Dumbledore respectively play in the greater wizarding war to come. While these seeds of a theory seem rational. What? Yeah, I mean, they also said, like, Ron and Dumbledore's um, long nose, a fondness for sweets. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, well, I'm fond of sweets, and I'm not Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> um, they some both have say blue eyes, I guess. That's that crazy. Dumbledore became so wise by living two lives and traveling through time to witness certain events twice and to determine that Dumbledore's ideal Christmas gift was... Okay, I actually like this reasoning. Was warm socks stems from his youthful as Ron... and. Ingratitude for his mother's hand knitted sweaters. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's okay, it's but wild. I don't think that's what Dumbledore actually said. His what it would actually be. I know. So this is just a lot. And then someone said, <laughs> "I just can't." Like, are we? I, well, okay. One thing. If he, if this was true, like we already talked mm-hmm. about, Dumbledore had the Elder Wand. Yeah. So if Ron was Dumbledore, like if Dumbledore was Ron all grown up, that mm-hmm. means that he would have had to go back in time and get the Elder Wand from Harry, his best friend. Yeah. I don't, I have absolutely I no idea. Like Time traveling confuses me though, so I don't really know. <laughs> this theory, I'm going to say, is a no. Um, only because I feel like it would maybe make more sense to like say Harry was a time traveling Dumbledore, you know, like I feel like Ron and Dumbledore, none of it makes sense, but I feel like Ron and Dumbledore are just so different. I mean, I guess I could see it with like what they mentioned and them, him like living two lives, but I just don't think it's true. Like, I just think. The two characters stand alone by themselves, and they're better just that way. I don't think it's better yeah. to have like them be one person. The so. other reasoning was that in the books, apparently, she only describes, other than Harry's eyes being like his mother's, she only describes Dumbledore's eyes and Ron's eyes, and they're both blue. They're like sparkly blue. 
Huh. But again, I have blue really? eyes she and I'm not to describe Dumbledore. Anybody so. else's eyes? That's what it says. I don't know, but that's what it says. Hmm. I find that hard to believe. Honestly, but. I would probably need to reread again because <laughs> I don't I feel like that's someone like you you think we read in detail? Like that is some detail. Yeah. To write down how like many times she describes eyes. That's some dedication. I kind of want to. I kind of want to reread <laughs> just to like look out for indicators that this yeah. could be a potential could this actually be i don't claim. know yeah i don't know maybe he like came back and like wanted to help harry to make sure he made the right choices and that's why he was wrong i don't know uh yeah i don't know that's interesting yeah i think dumbledore did a lot of tri- time traveling but i just don't i don't yeah i don't think ron would have like grown up and just unless like they the battle like didn't go well before, like the battle of Hogwarts didn't pan out the way that it was supposed to, and then Ron was like, "What can I do to make sure this ends up going well the next time?" And then by the time he's ripe old Dumbledore's age, they he finally gets it figured out. Yeah, I don't but, know. I don't yeah, know. This next know. theory though that I have, I feel like is sound. So. Okay. Um, this one is about Hagrid and which house he was in at Hogwarts. Because mm. we don't know. It's not told. And even I think in the- I have a guess. What's your guess? Well, I mean, I think it's Slytherin. Slytherin? And I'm only going based off of the fact that, well, I don't really have much to go. I don't think that he, like, is, like, dark. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that, like, Tom Riddle framed him. Yeah. All right. So I'll read it. So, yes, they say Slytherin. Um, Yeah. They say – so the thing is, in the actual book series, J.K. Rowling never said what house Hagrid was in. We find out that Hagrid actually went to Hogwarts as a student, really, in the second book when we see Tom Riddle. The Slytherin prefect confront Hagrid in his own dorm room. So, again. And the two seemed pretty familiar with each other. Well, I couldn't tell that that was in a dorm room, though, to be quite honest. I didn't Well, I guess I in the book it. that it is. I don't know. I guess I don't remember it saying that. Um, and definitely in the movie, it's just in some random-ass room with a yeah, chest. Yeah, it, it looks like it's like in a chamber or something. Um, yeah. So Haggard was expelled as a third year. He was born in 1928, and Riddle was born in 1926. So Riddle was a fifth-year prefect. Haggard doesn't seem... Like, he was particularly good at any branch of magic other than care of magical creatures. So how would the two have known each other? Hagrid is two years younger than Tom. So how would they have known each other well enough? They wouldn't enough? have been in classes together or yeah. anything. So yeah. how would they have known each other well enough for Hagrid to call him Tom and not Riddle? Which, you know, goes with well, how everyone I mean, kind of says everyone's last name sort of in the book. Like Potter, Malfoy, yeah. Weasley. Um, Wait a s- I have a question. No, okay. So, I mean, maybe... We're halfway just, through this theory. <laughs> maybe he just picked on him because, like, you know, Riddle was a bully. So maybe he was just picking on Hagrid because he was so, like, big and tall and, like... And he wasn't a pure magical blood, else. you know. Yeah. So he obviously didn't like him. So I don't know. I mean, you could argue that he was in something else. But I just kind of assumed he was in Slytherin. All right. I couldn't really see him being in Gryffindor or Ravenclaw, so I think the only other thing he would be in would be Hufflepuff. Yeah, I could see him at Hufflepuff. Um, but here's an, the end part I feel like really kind of solidifies it. 
All right. So it says never. We've never heard about prefects from other houses coming in to like discipline other students. So like, no Gryffindor prefect went in and like disciplined a Slytherin child. Um, it was True. really only yeah. like you disciplined your house. You're kind of just like watching over them. You're kind of like a house parent, if you will. Um, so it says you really think that Tom Riddle would know enough about a third year Gryffindor. Nobody else really would know. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, Tom Riddle is too busy, like trying to figure out how to split his soul. So like, <laughs> would he really pay attention to like some little third year? No. With like a spider? Yeah. No. So not to mention. And, and in that, in that book, he was busy killing people with fucking basilisk and opening the chamber of secrets yeah so it says not to mention this is when the chamber of secrets is opened and a girl was killed you think a gryffindor is going to let a powerful slytherin trapeze (laughs) trapeze. it says trapeze but i think they mean trapes (laughs) oh my god i love the internet sometimes (laughs) trapes around their tower When tensions are running so high after being terrified all year, no. So it says Hagrid was a Slytherin. So I mean, have you googled that? Like, have you seen if if it was has been ever confirmed what he is, or um, is that just? I kind of want to know. Let me look. (gasps) Oh, he was a Gryffindor. It says (laughs) what? Yeah. So on the. This page it says he was a Gryffindor, but I don't agree. I think he's a Slytherin. What what page is that? It's the Harry Potter wiki page, which is usually pretty accurate. Huh. And if it's not on Pottermore, I don't believe it. Do we ever hear that though? Like I don't feel like that's ever said. I think that we could. They don't mention that that's it. His- I feel like it's kind of like left up to you. Yes, on Pottermore it says he is in Gryffindor or was in Gryffindor. Well, shit. But I totally think he's a Slytherin because why else? Well, obviously he's not. I know, but like why else would Tom Riddle care? Like how would he know? Unless like back in the day Hagrid was like palling around with Voldemort. Uh, Which I find far-fetched. Yeah, I do too. I feel like that maybe just wasn't really thought through as much as we are right now on JK's part. No offense, JK, I love you. Maybe she just really wanted... Hagrid to be a Gryffindor because obviously that's her favorite yeah I don't know I think he's a Slytherin yeah I I don't I just don't see him as being a Gryffindor poor guy I don't either maybe he asked to be a Gryffindor maybe he should have been a Slytherin and then he's like please starting hat put me in Gryffindor (laughs) it's very possible but yeah so not only did they poll poll question oh yeah what house Gryffindor or Slytherin yeah, we could do that. Yeah, because I don't—he's not okay. a Ravenclaw, and clearly not a Hufflepuff. If the, <laughs> the theory says Slytherin and this says Gryffindor, so yeah, that should be—that's our poll question. Go to our page, and I feel like you can decide. <laughs> okay. Well, cool. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, I found them interesting. My favorite part about the second one was probably the trapeze, <laughs> which should have been true. <laughs> Okay, well, that was our definitive list of the top ten badass Harry Potter men of the series with a few honorable mentions, yes. plus an unforeseen honorable mention of Barty Crouch Jr. <laughs> um. <laughs> Definitely, I again, yeah, I'm now 
having an identity crisis, much like Chaz was yeah, last week. It's like, it's just- do I like Barty Crouch yeah. Jr. more than I like Mad-Eye Moody? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he is pretty badass. So, yeah. I would like to know everyone's thoughts on Barty Crouch Jr. as well this yeah. week. Leave us a comment. Maybe we can – yeah. Um, but as always, guys, thanks for listening. Yes, thank you so much. Um, like us. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HPHalfDrunk. Uh, we have – a lot of interactive things on our Instagram throughout the week. Mm-hmm. And um, guys, subscribe to us and follow us on iTunes or the podcast app and give us a review. And be sure to do the poll question and our weekly quiz, which we promise hopefully won't be rigged this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Mischief managed.